0: All around the world, you can find parents that tell a very specific lie. That lie is that they have kids for the kids. In other words, having a kid in the first place or parenting that child is some altruistic act they're doing for the sake of the child. This isn't actually the case. The truth of the matter is that parents have children for themselves. Now, I know that this particular truth is going to be something that probably sets off a flame debate war, but I want you to stick with me, because it could be really triggering. Stick with me to the end of this video, because it has the capacity to make you a much better parent, and also to sort out a lot of confusion you may have around your own childhood. The reason that we can't admit, as parents, that we had children to suit our own needs or for our own reasons is because right now we live in a human society that values self-sacrifice, that values selflessness, that values altruism, and conversely, that considers self-centered motives to be a totally wrong and bad thing. So, obviously, when any society sets that type of a value structure for you, it's very hard to admit to the truth of the matter. This creates a bit of a problem, because the reality is that the only reason anyone does anything is because they think it will make them feel better if they do it. This is true even for altruistic acts. Now, I know that this truth has the capacity to depress people sometimes. Because when people hear that there is no such thing as an altruistic act within the universe, (laughs) because the only reason anyone does anything is because it's going to do something for themselves, most people are like, well, that's totally screwed up. But stick with me for why this isn't a bad thing. The most enlightened being in the universe is going to understand that the truth of this universe is oneness. Now, if the truth of this universe is oneness, the enlightened being is actually going to be motivated towards meeting other people's needs, towards what you would consider to be an altruistic act, but because they see all things within the universe as themselves. In a universe that is one, you could say that every act is self-centered because there's nothing that's not you. So, swallowing it there's nothing wrong with self-centered motives, you can't escape them even if you try, and that the more enlightened you become, the more you experience that everything is you, and so the more motivated you are to do things to increase the well-being of quote-unquote others, you won't really see it as altruism, because you see the self-service in all of your actions relative to others. Now that we know that, let's move on to why parents have children. There are many reasons that people decide to have children. Um, Let's start with the Top reason. One of the main reasons is, oops. (laughs) Now, we all know about oops. Oops is, I wasn't really planning on having a kid, but I really didn't take the precautions necessary to prevent pregnancy, and so it happened. When this is the case, what we want to look at in terms of self-serving motives is why you decided to keep the child, as opposed to not. For example, they might keep the baby because they don't want to feel lifelong guilt or shame, or they kept the baby because they think that not doing so will end their romantic relationship, or they kept the baby because they wanted kids eventually anyway, for any one of the reasons I'm about to list. So for the rest of this video though, let's focus on reasons why parents decide to have children when it isn't Oops. Also, before I get into this list, I have to warn you, um, most of what I'm about to list here is subconscious. So it's not like parents especially for a lot of the things on this list and you're going to notice them. It's not like they're like, you know, I really definitely want to have ultimate control and power over something else and so I'm going to have a kid. It's totally subconscious. So, with that already said, I'm going to start listing for you some of the top reasons why parents decide to have children. To try to create a permanent bond or not with a romantic partner, which guarantees that partner's commitment or caring or financial support or that secures a sense of belonging with that person. To try to create the feeling of family that you missed out on. To try to heal the wounds from your own childhood vicariously because of societal pressure, feeling like you have to have a child to be considered a welcome, esteemed, successful member of a society that recognizes having children as a necessary part of the picture of social success. To legitimize a marriage. To try to get closeness and other emotional needs met by something because those needs are not being met by anyone in your life, including, if not especially, not being met by your emotionally unavailable partner. To end your loneliness. To feel needed and loved and wanted by something. To have something that truly and fully belongs to you unconditionally. To get unconditional love and belonging. Because of those loving, fun, envy-worthy, good life images in your head that you've seen other people get. Like of walking in the park as a family with a stroller, or watching them open presents on Christmas morning, or watching them play a sport from the stands, or on vacations as a family. To try to bring play and fun and enthusiasm about life back into your life by having something you can show the good parts of life too. To feel empowered by having something that you can have complete power and authority and control over creating and shaping. Because your reality or society gives you a very strong reason in the form of a belief about why you need to and must have kids to be an esteemed member of the religion or society. To carry on your legacy so you don't end when you die. To collect benefits from the government. Because you personally love small babies and young children so you want to have them around. Because your sense of self-esteem is linked to caretaking. Because you have a missing need to be validated. Nothing is more validating than a mini-me because your body is biologically wired to want to. To add meaning to your life that feels meaningless. To feel good about yourself, to see yourself as a good person when you are able to give children the chance to enjoy existence. To live the success you didn't get vicariously through them, success and status by proxy. Or, to have a living, breathing trophy to add to your existing success. Alright, alright, so you get the point. I could list more, but these are the top reasons. So, what we get to look at here that's so difficult about parenting, is that when we have children, which every parent does, to specifically meet some need that we have for ourselves or some desire, it's not an automatic guarantee that having a child is actually going to meet that need or fulfill that desire of ours. In fact, a lot of times it backfires. It backfires badly. And this is where the door is blown wide open for conflict with our children. I'll give you an example. Let's say that there's a mother who really, this is a woman, who's like really lacking a sense of validation for who she is. She's always felt like her truth is not really something that's accepted and she doesn't really have that sense of closeness with somebody based on who she is. Now, she dreams that when she has a daughter, this daughter's going to be exactly like her. It's going to be a mini-me. It's going to be somebody who she can finally relate to and she's going to finally have a best friend. Now, we all know that a lot of times this isn't what's going to happen. A lot of times what happens instead is you have a child whose natural aptitudes, interests, character traits and everything are the exact opposite of you. So instead, this daughter who is born to her is a complete invalidation of her being. She can't develop that close best friend relationship because she doesn't even relate to her own daughter. And now instead of those needs being met the opposite happens, a re-traumatization actually. Instead of her being validated, she feels invalidated by the existence of her own daughter. And things like this can happen all the time when it comes to um, wanting children to be the ones that meet these needs and desires for us. Another example is that we can have a kid to gain increased belonging and closeness with a partner only to find that the stress of parenting actually comes between us and makes us even less close than before and may even make our own partner withdraw or even cheat. I'm gonna make a generalization here where there are some exceptions. I mean, there are parents who genuinely despise their children. I mean genuinely. However, what's more common is that based off of having a child, because of a lot of biological and emotional forces, regardless of how much that child meets the need or doesn't, you're going to care about that child. It's what you call love. It's not really love, but it's caring. You're going to really care about them as a person. But when this dynamic happens where your needs and desires aren't met by having the child in the way that you thought it was going to, is that you fall into this trap of feeling trapped by parenting itself. Because you will hate the process of parenting, but care so much about the being itself that you call your child. Now it's like you don't know what to do with that. How do I care so much for someone? and absolutely hate parenting in general. If a person is especially unconscious, and they had some desire or need, which was the reason that they had a child, but having the child doesn't actually meet that need or desire, if a person's especially unconscious, what you'll notice is that they begin to subconsciously blame the child for why their life didn't go the way that they wanted it to go. They start to blame the child for the reason that the need itself or the desire wasn't met. So it's at this point we have to have a conversation around betrayal. Betrayal basically, by definition, is feeling as if a presumptive contract is broken. When we get betrayed by something or someone, that contract they're breaking or that agreement could be something that they agree to or something they didn't agree to at all. That's something to understand. So like if I enter into a marriage and both of us agree that we're going to be in a monogamous relationship, then I am betrayed when that contract or that agreement is broken by someone cheating. That's betrayal, right? Now, what happens in this type of dynamic I'm describing with parents when they subconsciously start to have children for these needs is that there's a presumed contract that the child's going to meet the need. It's not something the child agreed to. It's not like, you know, the kid is like, yes, I will be a mini you so you feel validated. That's not happened, but it's a presumed contract when people have kids that those kids are going to meet those needs or going to fulfill those desires. So when it doesn't happen, the parent actually feels betrayed by the kid as if the kid broke that contract or didn't fulfill on their end of the bargain. Because of this, the relationship with our child begins to feel like a one-way relationship with them. We begin to feel like we're sacrificing ourselves for our kids. This is where a parent can fall into the super damaging trap of holding the fact that they had their child in the first place or are parenting them at all over their child's heads as leverage, demanding gratitude and obedience as payment in return. It's okay to have self-centered motives. In fact, you're not going to be able to get away from them. The safest that you can be is to really acknowledge what those self-centered motives are and own them so that you can directly see the best way to meet those needs. This is going to help you to acknowledge, hmm, this is my actual need and desire. Is that actually going to be something that's meant through having a child? Um, If the answer is no, you got to take a real strong look at that. This is why. Like I said before, having a child may not meet those needs for you. As anybody can tell you who's had children, the process and the experience of parenting is almost always so different than you think it's going to be. (laughs) So on top of all this, one thing that you have to do as a parent, is to really understand that when two people are thinking about having a child, or when they're thinking about keeping a child, what they're actually doing mentally is thinking about what they're going to get from the child. Most parents don't realize how much about having a child is going to be about what they're giving and required to give. Now, this is really important because right now it has never been harder in history than it is right now to be a parent. The reason is that we are progressively moving farther and farther and farther away from tribe. Now, the big problem with that when it comes to parenting is that it means that you, as an individual parent, are responsible for meeting a plethora of needs for your children. It's not like in a tribal-based sitting where this person meets this need for the child, another person meets another need for the child. It's almost like it's all on you. And so it's never been more important to think about what you're going to be required to give a child and not just stay in this mentality around like what you want to get out of it. A child is going to have their own desires, destiny, purpose, preferences, thoughts, feelings, and aptitudes. So one thing you got to bite off and chew as a parent, and one thing you got to bite off and chew about your own parents, right, is this. We got to look at this from a universal perspective. Now from universal perspective, you are not doing your child a favor by having them doesn't matter what your religious beliefs say. It is not a favor you are doing to a child to have them. Now, even if you want to get spiritual with this and be like, well, yeah, but they wanted to come through me. On a physical level, that child did not walk up to your doorstep, knock on your door and begin begging for you to let them come in through you. You had this child specifically to meet needs and desires of yours. You did it because what you would get out of the parenting experience. There's nothing wrong with it, but you cannot tell yourself the story that you have a child who now owes you for anything. Your child owes you nothing for anything you have done for them. I mean nothing. So if you decide to meet the needs of your child, that's on you, not on them. Not getting this is to entrap your child and entrapment is the opposite of love. To understand this in depth, I want you to watch two of my videos. The first is titled, The Defective Doll, and the second is titled, Cut the Invisible Strings. Having a child is entering into a relationship. And one of the biggest misconceptions that we have is that the relationship with the child is going to be an unconditional one. It's not. What I mean by that is like, <laughs> relationships depend upon their best interest being met, not just your own. If that doesn't happen, your kid is probably either going to suffer in connection with you forever, and behind your back, if they're going to be going to therapists talking about what an issue they have with you, while they maintain the relationship, or they're going to cut the relationship off entirely. And and the reason I want you to get this is because there's this story that we tell, that if we have a kid, it's an unconditional relationship. It's not. Okay, so just like any other relationship, The health and longevity and safety of that relationship has to do with the child's best interest being accommodated for, not just your own. For more information about this, watch my video titled How to Have a Safe Relationship. As a parent, I want you to ask yourself, Why? Why did I have children? And if you are a prospective parent, I want you to ask, Why do I want or need to have children? And be brave enough to look at the self-serving motive. All this being said, Don't fall for the lie. And we got to stop letting society keep perpetuating this lie. Don't believe the lie that parents have children for the child. Parents have children for themselves. The question is, why? Have a good week.